the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Folks, welcome to the Eric Metaxas Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Welcome to the Eric Metaxas Show. Did you ever see the movie The Blob starring Steve McQueen? The blood-curdling threat of The Blob. Well, way back when, Eric had a small part in that film, but they had to cut his scene because The Blob was supposed to eat him, but he kept spitting him out. Oh, the whole thing was just a disaster. Anyway, here's the guy who's not always that easy to digest, Eric Metaxas. Welcome to Hour 2. It's the Eric Metaxas Show. I'm playing the role of Eric Metaxas. I apologize. The real Eric Metaxas was not available. Um, the book is Revelation Riddle. I'm sitting with the author, Benjamin Thomas. So, Benjamin, we've been friends for a long time. Um, you uh, are in a new place. In other words, you've done all this research, and you really were convinced, like so many people are, that it's all going to hell, and our job is just to kind of hunker down and, you know, be a prepper. Um, but you really were, you know, you took your, your own money and you invested in hardcore prepper stuff. What, what are we talking about? We're talking about like food for three years and underground bunkers and stuff. I mean, you were, you were there. You know, when I figured out how the world really worked, it scared me. And because I was armed, frankly, with just my rapture theology and, you know, there was splits on, you know, are we going to have to endure part of this tribulation? I mean, you know how it is. It's, there's just a lot of uh, competing thought around that in right. theology. I went all in on prepping. I mean, I bought trucks and outfitted them with wilderness survival gear. I'd take my kids on camping trips, and we'd try out our new uh, survival gear because I really did think there would be coming a day when this government, which was so powerful, would put the clamp on Christians. And I wasn't sure... And my thought was, hey, if that's the case, I'm going to be the last guy that they're going to find in the cabin in the woods. And frankly, I was in a lot of fear. And that's where I came from. Okay, but let me ask you, um, you know, there's a part of me that does see that happening to some extent. I mean, I don't know the details, but right now I have, you know, uh, a friend in solitary confinement uh, because of J6. He did nothing. He was on this program, sitting where you're sitting. And he's a d- delightful gentleman and profound man of God. And he is in solitary confinement. I mean, I could weep if I think about what they put him through. That's one person. We know many, many others. Uh, my friend Roger Stone, who has been on this program many times, had 43 FBI bash down his door, amphibious uh, t- SEAL teams, I mean, we have seen stuff we would never dream of seeing in our lifetime. And this is the deep state. These are wicked forces. So why wouldn't we 
to some extent, be prepared for that. Well, that's a great point. You know, uh, and Eric, before, so I was, I live in Washington, D.C., and before the election of 2020, I was praying for this nation. I just sold my last company, and the Lord said, pray. So for two to three hours a day, I would pray for this nation every single day, and watch what you watch, the marches, the J6 protests, the, you know, Jonathan Kahn had the return in D.C. The world was really praying for this event, the November election in 2020. And so we got to the election, right? And then the next day, all of us were appalled at what appeared to be cheating. Fast forward to January 20th. I'm on the tarmac uh, with President Trump, heading back into the city. And I get to the city, and I have a peace I can't explain. And the next day, I go to pray, and the Lord says, you don't need to pray anymore. I've got this. Here I was, this prepper. It looked like the world was basically... It looked like the United States was lost. I mean, if you think about how effective that deep state campaign was to basically erode the will of the people and the election and what happened, it looked like we had lost pretty much forever, right? So it was that confusion around being in prayer with the Lord and him saying to me, you don't need to pray anymore. I've got this. And that's when I began to dig into my, what do I really believe about the end times? And Frankly, you're right. The fourth beast, the system that we're under, has destroyed more people in the last 200 years than in the last 2,000 combined. We've had more wars. We've had more destruction. Even right now, as we sit here, 13 people a day are dying for their Christian faith. They're being martyred today. So, yes, on the surface, things are really bad. But the Bible says this is a, the beginning of the birth pains for something brand new. And that's the exciting part. So when you say the birth pangs of something new, again, your uh, eschatology, you, you say that uh, we are the, in the end of, what, the Roman age? I don't remember how you put it. So we are in the tail end. I mean, Christians have gotten ahead of ourselves. We have focused on the Antichrist, and we look forward and said there's this big bad Antichrist that's going to come, and he's going to have all these powers, and he's going to put a mark— you know, in our, in our forehead, or there's been so much focus on the Antichrist. But the reality is we are still under the fourth beast, Rome-rooted system that Daniel talked about. I don't know if you remember the statue with the, the gold yeah. head, and yeah. it gets down to the feet. And of it's clay. A, feet, it's where you get the term feet of clay. That's right. There's we, so many people who, they, they know these terms like, you know, he has feet of clay, and they have no idea where tons of this stuff comes from the Bible. But that's where it comes from, that you have this vision that Daniel has of a gold head and silver and bronze and feet of and iron, I think. And iron and feet clay. of clay. That's right. Yeah. And so we are still we are at that last segment, if you will, the vision that God gave Daniel. We're we're part of that feet of clay and iron. And the next event after that is something called the Stone Judgment in the Bible. And this now, is, where is that in the Bible? The Stone Judgment is in the book of Daniel, chapter 2. Um, more detail is given as to how that Stone Judgment will happen in Daniel 7. But it is a, an epic event of judgment for the wicked of this world. And it's not something that very many people talk about, but it's the next major biblical event we will see. Okay, how—this is the obvious question— how has everybody missed this? And you, Benjamin Thomas, you know, uh, y you come in and you see this. 
how how have people missed this? Because this is a new interpretation. I know I could just see a lot of people just instantly dismissing you and this the thesis. Honestly, um, I can't really explain that. Um, a year ago, a little bit over a year ago, frankly, about 13, 14 months ago, I was sitting in my study having this peace and not really understanding why and saying, Lord, show me what the Bible says about the end times. Yeah. Un- un- unpack this for me. And that's when I began to understand sort of supernaturally about this stone judgment and why it was the next biblical event and why we had nothing to fear. Look, there's nothing wrong with saying the Lord showed this to me by revelation because we, uh, I believe that the Lord does that. Now, the only question is, was it the Lord or was it my emotion or was it uh, a, 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 a demonic? You know, like you, it's proper to ask those questions, but the idea that the Lord reveals things to people is very clear to me. Just because there are charlatans and people getting it wrong doesn't mean this isn't real. The Lord does this. uh, And what you're saying corroborates what I have heard from uh, a tiny handful of prophetic voices that I trust sincerely. Uh, One of them, Mike Thompson, uh, who's in Las Vegas. Mike Thompson is a sober man of God. And he uh, has said something similar to what you're saying. He comes at it from a different angle. It's not like he's done an eschatological uh, um, research to bring him out here. But in terms of what God has said about what's coming, uh, Dutch Sheets is another one of those voices about what is coming. Uh, And I, uh, in in a very, very muted version of that kind of prophetic stuff, but I... Uh, have had a sense from God that we're not just battling to avoid disaster. If we battle, if we war with these these evil powers, it's not just about averting disaster, because I always c- compare it to what happened in Nazi Germany, right? That if only the church had stood up, if only the church had stood up. But my sense is that if the church will stand and fight, as I exhort them to do wherever I talk and in my book, Letter to the American Church. If, if we will do that, not only will we avert the disaster, the nightmare, but we will see a new golden age, a reformation, a time where God's principles uh, and values are, are brought out into the culture. We'll be right back talking to Benjamin, Tom- Benjamin Thomas, the book, Revelation Riddle. Folks, right now in other parts of the world, people's lives are being threatened simply for believing in Jesus. People have been enslaved for their faith. So listeners to this show know that I'm passionate about the work of Christian Solidarity International because they protect and free those who are being persecuted and enslaved for their Christian faith. I've got to thank you for your life-changing generosity for years now. If you've given a CSI through this program, you have played a role in freeing literally thousands of captives. So as we near the end of this year, can I ask you to give once again your gift of just $250 will free a woman in Sudan who has been enslaved for years. You can buy a believer's freedom and provide her with food and other supplies necessary to start her new life. Just $250. Maybe you can give more and free more people. Call 888-253-3522, 888-253-3522, or go to metaxastalk.com. Please do it, metaxastalk.com. Legacy Precious Metals has a revolutionary new online platform that allows you to invest in real gold and silver online. 
In a few easy steps, you can open an account online, select your metals of choice, and choose to have them stored in a vault or shipped to your door. You have access to a dashboard where you can track your portfolio growth in real time anytime. You'll see transparent pricing on each coin and bar. This puts you in complete control of your money. The platform is free to sign up for. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com and open your account and see this new investing platform for yourself. Gold hedges against inflation and against the volatile stock market. A true diversified portfolio isn't just more stocks and bonds, but different asset classes. This new platform allows you to make investments in gold and silver, no matter how small or large, with a few clicks. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to get started. You're going to love this free new tool they've added, Legacy pminvestments.com legacypminvestments.com check it out hi everyone if you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault listen up we have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Welcome back. Talking to Benjamin Thomas, Revelation Riddle, Kingdom Age of the Saints. That's the title of the book. So Kingdom Age of the Saints, you're saying that God re- revealed to you a different reading, and he took you to Daniel chapter 2 and Daniel chapter 7 about this thing called the Stone Judgment. So talk about that. Well, the Stone Judgment is a major judgment event in the Scripture. And, in fact, um, if you think about when judgment has happened, you know, we in the church are you know, we, we don't really like the word judgment that much, frankly. But uh, if you go back to what happened, for instance, Noah and the flood, the world was judged and the Lord put his man, Noah, in charge of the world after that judgment. If you go back and look at the judgment of Pharaoh in the time of Egypt, when that happened, Egypt fell in one day and God put his children in charge after that judgment. So when we talk about the stone judgment, it's the big one. It's the judgment that takes care of Babylon, uh, Greece, Persia, and Rome all at once. The Bible says when that stone made without hands hits the feet of the statue, the entire statue is pulverized and people won't be able to find a trace of it. That judgment will bring in not only judgment of the wicked, but it also bring in the glory of God and a major end times revival. And so the stone judgment as an event is massive. Now, most Christians today think the next judgment really is the battle of Armageddon. And that's when, you know, the Lord sort of takes care of all the, you know, the the evil people in the world. But if you look at Revelation, the sixth seal in the sixth chapter of Revelation, 
That sixth seal talks about a judgment before the tribulation, a judgment before the battle of Armageddon. And in that judgment, in that sixth seal, it says that the Lamb of God will judge the evil men of this world and that the kings will run into rocks and hide and say, Lamb of God, this judgment is too great for us. And so there's this judgment before the tribulation and the rest of it. So I think that when I talk to seminarians and theologians about this, they kind of say, yeah, we, we're not so sure about that. We skip over that sixth seal pretty quickly because it doesn't line up with what most people have been taught about the end times. It's kind of like this other judgment that people don't talk about. But it happens to be a very substantial judgment and a time of setting God's people free. Are you talking about, um, you know, when you talk about the, the various seals mentioned in Revelation, uh, you're, you're saying that uh, five of them have already been opened? That's correct. And is that a standard uh, perception in terms of eschatology, uh, mainstream eschatology? What, what, a, what a, you know, if you talk to your average uh, evangelical theologian, what do they say about that? You know, uh, a lot of people think the seals sort of open up all at once at the end times. Right, so they believe that none of them yeah. has been opened. None you're you're saying right. five of them have been opened. That's correct. And you believe you have the evidence for that. Yes. We're, on, we're in the fifth seal right now. And what is that? Well, the first four seals were the four major secular empires. Okay, so the first seal, it said, was the white horse. Not to be confused with the horse that Jesus rides, you know, later in Revelation. Yeah. But the first, the first uh, horseman, the white horse, was Babylon. The second one was a red horse. It said it went conquering. That was Medo-Persia. The third horse was black, and it said this is the horseman with scales in his arms. And if you think about the Greek empire, which was the third secular empire, um, they brought mathematics and science to us. And so the scales in his arms, you know, you can sort of correlate those two. The fourth horseman was the pale horse, and it says that he brought nothing but death and hell with him. And so that, that fourth horse was given power to kill 25%, destroy 25% of the earth. And so one of the ways I would prove this is I go back and look at since the Roman Empire began to today, how many people have died from, you know, famine, war, war-related famine, abortion, and that number is 25% of humanity. And so that's already been fulfilled by this pale horse that has power to kill 25% of humanity. And so that's why I believe that is that empire. You believe it's the Roman Empire? That's correct. In, in other words, you don't mean just the Roman Empire. You mean the Roman system. So the Roman Empire and all that has followed since then is underneath what you call the Roman Empire, which is the last part of that statue and which is the fourth uh, seal that was opened. That's correct. Okay. So the fifth seal is what? Well, in the fifth seal, uh, it says that the uh, innocent that were martyred under the fourth seal cry out to God and say, Lord, you know, judge our oppressor, judge the, judge these awful people. And the Lord says, wait. And then that's when the sixth seal is open. And the sixth seal is what? The sixth seal is synonymous with the stone judgment. Okay. In the sixth seal, it says that the, the heavens are shaken, that the 
evil rulers of the earth, the, rule, the kings of the earth, yeah. run into mountains and hide and say, Lama, you know, say to the mountains, mountains fall on us. This judgment that we're experiencing from the Lamb of God yeah. is too great. It's interesting because, you know, we're throwing around terms here like deep state and whatever. I um, lately, as I watched, you know, the Claudine Gay scandal, okay, I couldn't care less about Claudine Gay. She is the tip of the tip of the tip of the iceberg. The academic world, uh, since I was in college, since before that, it is profoundly corrupt and sold out to a uh, to an atheistic, Marxist, demonic worldview that has, you know, been sort of hiding, just kind of like when we're talking about JFK's assassination. I mean, you know, it, it's it's not out in the open. It's it's there. But now it's out in the open. Now you see that the leaders of the top academic institutions are liars and frauds and mediocrities and pushing an agenda. They don't believe in honor or truth or any of that stuff. That's the universities. Then you look at the scientific establishment. We have seen that in spades. Unbelievable. You look at journalism, the AP, anything written by the AP. These are Marxist lunatics. We all used to look at the Associated Press as these are journalistic, you know, the New York Times. Everywhere you look, you see the corruption being revealed, the evil being revealed like none of us has ever seen in our lifetimes. And I see it as God's judgment. I, you know, I, I, uh, I, I hadn't thought of the stone judgment because this is, you know, you're, you're bringing this to me through your book, Revelation Riddle. But it does seem to me like there is a reckoning that is happening with, uh, in politics, with stealing elections. Everywhere you look, you see profound, cynical, nihilistic power mongering. People don't care about truth or reality. They're just doing anything to win, to save their own skins or whatever. It sounds to me like it's the beginning of this process of, of exposure uh, and judgment. Well, you're absolutely right. It, 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 the Bible says back in Daniel that when the fourth beast is judged, he's, he's judged in the court of heaven, and then it says he dies slowly at first and then suddenly. So the slowly at first is what we're in now. So the people waking up, people waking up around, you know, frankly, I think COVID did a very good job waking people up. I mean, frankly, most people started to realize, wait a minute, the government and the health agencies and everybody's working together. And China. And China. And Anthony Fauci and uh, Dr. Uh, I mean, it, it's it, it was it's a hard thing for us to think that leading doctors, uh, leading even church figures are going along with this dark narrative. You can understand how a lot of people are like, well, I can't buy that. But then another month, another year, and you're like, holy cow, it's true. It was probably the biggest wake up for humanity in our lifetime. I mean, there's no other event that woke more people up than COVID and watching these restrictions and the protocols go out simultaneously, whether it was in France or Swahili or you know, wh- whoever, not Swahili, I mean, Africa. I mean, it was going out nas- worldwide, the exact same protocols, and people started to wake up to the fact that Big government and big corporations are actually very well aligned. And And, and and we're talking about a globalist. I mean, this is so dark. It is like out of an end times novel. This is globalist elites who hate God, who hate humanity and would be delighted 
to wipe out billions of people. Hard for us to fathom that anybody could be that sick and that wicked. But all you need to do is go back to the Holocaust and be like, oh, yeah, we forgot there is satanic evil in the world. We just kind of thought like we'd moved past that. I don't think so. Well, you think about it. The more modern our society has become, the more deaths we had. So if you go back in history and look at the last 200 years, almost 2 billion people died in the last 200 years, which dwarfs anything that happened from you know, 0 A.D. to 1800. Oh, it's- It's unbelievable. Folks, we're talking to Benjamin Thomas. The book is Revelation Riddle, Kingdom, Age of the Saints, End Times for the New World Order. We'll be right back. My Pillow is excited to bring you their biggest bedding sale ever and just in time for Christmas. For a limited time, get the Giza Dream Bed Sheets for as low as $29.98, a set of pillowcases for only $9.98, and rejuvenate your bed with a My Pillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. They also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. They even have blankets for your pets. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. All the biggest discounts of the year are happening right now, so don't miss out. They're also extending their money-back guarantee for Christmas until March 1st, 2024, making them the perfect gifts for your friends, your family, and everyone you know. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code ERIC, or call 1-800-978-3057, and you'll get huge discounts on all MyPillow bedding products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98, and get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Again, use code ERIC and save MyPillow.com. Use code ERIC. Welcome back. We're talking to Benjamin Thomas. The book is Revelation Riddle, Kingdom Age of the Saints. So you say that the stone judgment is happening, that the revelation of corruption and evil is coming out. It's being judged. You say it happens slowly at first. We're there now. And then it happens suddenly. What is your timeline, if you have one, on when it happens suddenly? What is this year? We just began 2024. What is your sense you know, um, I, I don't give dates, but I can, I can just tell you, I sense, I just sense the exposure of the fourth beast happening right now. And What's the fourth beast? To be the clear? fourth beast is this Roman, you know, it's the, it's the feet of the statue, right? Okay, it's the it, last, it. okay. it's the Rome rooted system that we're still under. Yeah. And, and that fourth beast, um, which is controlled by a little horn, the Bible says a little horn controls that beast. But that fourth beast has already started to die. And the Bible says it happens slowly at first and then suddenly. And one of the things I do in the book is go back in history and look at when God takes down mighty empires and how he loves to do them in one day. I mean, that's just sort of like God's style, right? You know, if you watch old Clint Eastwood movies, I mean, he was, you know, go ahead and make my day. That was his trademark line. Well, God's trademark line for judging these massively evil empires, he likes to take them down in a single day. And so when we talk about the fourth beast, the longest reigning empire in human history that's gone on for over 2,000 years, it will be judged in a single day. I don't know when that day is, but I feel like it's soon. I feel like it's, I feel like it's right around the corner. Well, 
I mean, it seems to some extent it would have to be uh, because we're coming up on a, you know, an election that I, I it takes my breath away when I think of the the wickedness of the forces arrayed against Donald Trump being president again. And again, you don't have to agree. You don't have to like Trump. But but when you see how astonishingly, viciously they've gone after him, you think, whoa, wait a minute. This looks interesting. In other words, why would you be so afraid? I mean, what did he do in four years? Uh, in, in other words, they're afraid of an existential judgment coming from somebody who has nothing to lose and who knows now where the bodies are buried. And this, we're just talking about America <laughs> and the American political system, but you know where the bodies are buried and you know that these people that you thought were okay, you were willing to bring them into your cabinet, they're evil, they're wicked. And they were, they came alongside you to undermine you and to undermine the will of the American people. It's not about Trump. It's about the will of the American people who elected him and so you have these deep state forces uh, in both parties working uh, to undermine the will of the American people. That's the bottom line. Well, and the Bible talks about who controls the fourth beast, and it's this mysterious little horn, and it says clearly he works through bribery, through um, deception. He has a uh, the, says the fourth beast has a lying voice, which I believe is the media. Uh, it says he has eyes like a man, which, you know, I believe is that, you know, eye of God you see on our dollar bill and everything. But it, the whole the whole system works on deception and bribery. Right. And so what Trump did, I think, a very brilliant job of when he was president was he exposed the fake media. I mean, he just would look at the cameras. Remember, he I mean, nobody had ever done that before. He said, hey, see those guys. That's fake news. And we were just like, what? And the first time in our life, we looked at those people and we realized that is fake news. That is, so I think he did a brilliant job of beginning to expose the belly of the beast, if you will. And uh, I don't think there's another president, and in, in, in certainly not in my lifetime, that did such an effective job of exposing the way that the system really works. And I believe that was the beginning, frankly, of the, of, of the death of the fourth beast. And I, I always find it funny because if they hadn't gone after him so viciously, he was perfectly willing to play along and to play nice. But because they went after him so viciously, he, it engaged him because he's a, a fighter. Um, and we've had a Republican Party uh, and m- many others who just don't believe it's we don't want to fight. We want to lose, you know, uh, nobly. <laughs> it's like, well, wait a minute. We, we didn't hire you to lose. We hired you to, to fight for what's right and true. Um, and again, that has crept, that, that bad theology, that bad thinking has crept into the church, where the church says, well, fighting is not a biblical value. Lying down and dying is a biblical value. Well, no, no, no. Sometimes if the Lord calls you to, to, to go to the cross, you go to the cross. But if the Lord calls you to fight for what's right and beautiful and true, you do that. And that requires discernment. And, and a lot of people don't have discernment. They make a rule. They make a a doctrine, and then that's it. So I'm going to get the vaccine. I'm going to do what the government tells me. I'm going to, and you think, wait, whoa, 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 no, 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 no. That's not, <laughs> you're, 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 you're taking scriptures out of context, um, and you're, you're lying down. Um, so you believe that we are on the verge of what you call the stone judgment, that we're in the middle of the beginning of it, uh, and that it's going to be result in what you call in your book, Revelation Riddle, a kingdom age of the saints. What does that look like? Well, when Jesus came, 
originally. Uh, he took authority over the devil and gave us spiritual authority over Satan. The kingdom age is actually going to give us geopolitical authority over the world. So in Daniel 7, it says that when this judgment happens, that the kingdom, the dominion, the reign will be given to the saints. And so that is really not just spiritual authority, because we've had spiritual authority since Jesus came. I mean, he, he showed us how to cast out devils. He, he showed us how to raise the dead. I mean, he was a... Um, a lot of people don't believe in that, so maybe they're not part of the remnant. Actually, we're going to go to a break. Be right back talking to Benjamin Thomas. The book is Revelation Riddle. Welcome back. Talking to Benjamin Thomas, not his real name. No, that is your real name. It is my real name. Where'd you grow up? Texas. I've heard of it. And we're talking about um, some exciting stuff here. So let's keep going. Uh, You see the stone judgment um, coming soon, already begun. And what you say uh, in the book is that, how do we put it? the, that the the remnant the 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 church. So you know when we say the church, we don't mean everybody who goes to Andy Stanley's church, for example, uh, or Saddleback or any other people that I can make enemies of right now. You're talking about something else. What are you talking about? I'm talking about the saints. That um, what I'm talking about is the biggest uh, wealth transfer and transfer of authority in human history um, in the new age that the Lord is moving us into. So you see um, amazing things, good times, to put it mildly, and that that really does fly in the face of, uh, you know, general consensus. So we're talking about some miraculous stuff. There's no way you get there without the miraculous Absolutely. But you you think about when God delivered Israel out of Egypt. I think that's the best parallel to today. Israel had been um, in slavery, working for Pharaoh, uh, and, and, and he used their ideas, their anointing, their sweat to become extremely wealthy and accumulate gigantic piles of silver and gold. And so when God uh, moved you know, Israel into that situation, he said, it's going to last 430 years. And then at the end of that 430 years, I'm going to get you out of there. And I'm going to essentially set you up to lead the world. So the situation we're in now, we've been under this system for over 2000 years. In fact, in my book, I talk about the significance of 2150 years. That is five times the amount of time that Israel was under bondage in Egypt. And so we think about the length of time that we've been under slavery as humanity and the deliverance that God is going to effect for his people, much like he did for Israel. It says when they left Israel, or sorry, when they left Egypt, they were given the silver and the gold 
There was not one feeble among them. God basically set them up to rule and establish a new kingdom. Yet they wandered around for 40 years and had to eat manna. Yes, that first generation, uh, I call them, uh, you know, the reality is, Eric, fear changes your brain. You know, we have been, frankly, if you tune in, if you tune into news, uh, mainstream news every day, and allow this sort of hyper fear to uh, come into your ears and, and sort of meditate on it, your brain changes. And so when good news comes along, you can't hear it. And that's exactly what happened with Israel. When Moses said to them, hey, God's got this great land, this great promised land, it says they could not hear him, right? So we are now going into this new age, and I'm not saying that everyone will love it. You know, I mean, if you think about, you go back to uh, Egypt, I mean, only two of the 12 spies or 17% of the spies actually said, okay, we can take it. Yes. And so I don't believe it's going to be, I don't think those numbers are going to be that different. Okay. So it's a holy remnant in a sense. Now it's interesting because um, there are people, prophetic voices that have talked about a great wealth Transfer. I don't know, Johnny Enlow maybe, Johnny Inlow. or different people. And when I have heard that, I'm like, wow, what? Like, that would be nice, but I, I don't know where, where are you getting that from. Well, it happened already when God delivered Egypt, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Israel out of Egypt, right? Yeah. I mean, they had accumulated the largest stack of silver and gold in, in the planet. I mean, the whole world was coming to them to buy food. So yeah. you can imagine how much silver and gold that accumulated. Well, God gave that to Israel when he redeemed them. So in the book, I talk about how he's going to do it this time. And I believe that blockchain will have a lot to do with that. And so it's not practical to haul off gold and silver using camels and donkeys, you know, with 8 billion people in the world. But the Bible says in the book of Revelation that we would be given white stones that only the recipient knows the name. And so that to me is blockchain technology. Wow. That's, I, I didn't see that coming, even though I, I, I read it and forgot about it. Like it surprised me a second time that, uh, that's like a big stretch. I could see a lot of people going, Whoa, uh, okay. Maybe what, uh, whatever that means, you, you see it somehow as inevitable that people who are ready to accept what God is handing them, that, that, that they will, that God is, is doing what's being, being called the wealth transfer. Well, when I began to, to, to learn about this and God began to show this to me, and it happened over a 45 day period. Uh, the closest analogy would be if, if you've seen the matrix, do you remember when he learned the fight, you know, he got downloaded from the computer. Yeah, yeah. I was sitting in my study and that's really what it was like. It's like, this began to open up. But I asked the Lord, where is this in the New Testament? Where right, is this in the right, book of Revelation? Right, I see right. it in Daniel, but where is it in Revelation? It's got to be biblical and or we're not right. interested in this revelation, right? And that's when I, I just heard the word riddle. In the first three chapters of Revelation, there's just these out-of-place verses. And if you put those together, that, to me, what I believe is a description of this kingdom age of the saints. And in that riddle, it says that, those that overcome will rule the nations with a rod of iron and smash them like clay pots. So what are we smashing? We're smashing this bloated, demonic infrastructure that we see all around us. Child sex trafficking. I mean, the governments, uh, frankly, could 
you know, we can reduce the size of government uh, tremendously, right? So the saints are going to have a huge role in leading this new age. And the blockchain is just a mechanism, if you will, that God's going to use to transfer the wealth. Well, this is exciting stuff. The book is Revelation Riddle, Kingdom Age of the Saints, End Times for the New World Order. I want to remind you folks, before we go to the final segment, go to ericmetaxas.com. Every week we send out uh, one or two emails with these videos, this video, uh, and a lot of other stuff, John Zmirak's articles. Uh, But please sign up at ericmetaxas.com. Final segment with Benjamin Thomas. The book is Revelation Riddle. Benjamin, you just said something I said. we got to say this as soon as we come back. January 6th. So uh, let's see. Today is the 4th. You said on January 6th, you are making this book available on ebook for 99 cents. That's correct. Okay, folks, did you hear that? You're insane. 99 cents. Where do they find that on Amazon or what? Amazon.com. Okay. Uh, Wherever. Yeah. January 6th. I mean, this is a day, and I mentioned this in the book. This is a day where we still have political prisoners in prison a couple miles from my house in D.C., political prisoners in this country. And so what I'd like to do is um, give the proceeds for for whatever we sell on on Saturday, which is the 6th. Okay, so this Saturday, the 6th, so two days from now, go ahead. To a a legal defense fund to help these guys out. Ladies and gentlemen, tell your friends, this is a big deal. This is a big deal. This just this Saturday, 99 cent Kindle version on Amazon, January 6th, to help January 6th prisoners. The whole thing makes me so sick, and I'm just so glad to hear you being able to do this uh, and doing this. So, folks, take advantage of that. Uh, That's crazy. Um, do you, we just had a couple minutes. Do you see Trump being reelected? I do. I do. I think I see Trump coming back in a very unique role. And, uh, in fact, you know, when you go back and look at the prophecies around Trump by, you know, whether it be, um, Kim Clement, Kim Clement, or, uh, even, um, I mean, Frankly, there was there's a whole bunch of people that oh, yeah. prophesied about Trump years in, 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 in advance of his administration. Um, you know, I talked to Lance Wall now the other day. What people don't realize is that everybody said Trump's the Cyrus president. Right. I mean, we heard that from. Yeah. Uh, from Lance Wall. Now yeah. we, 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 we talked about. It, but most people don't realize that Cyrus took down Babylon with two battles, not one. And so I have tried to learn everything I can about King Cyrus because I do believe Trump was the King Cyrus candidate. In the first battle against Babylon, it was the open plain, the Battle of Opus, and he handedly defeated the king of Babylon. They retreated into their walls. They started partying. They were behind these walls that were 600 feet tall and 60 feet deep. They had stockpiled food for years And so there's Cyrus on the outside trying to get in, 
getting frustrated because the siege is not working because they have so much food and water. Then he says a, a, a special forces operation to take out Babylon from the inside, from under the drainage ditch. And so that's what's going on right now. And that's Trump's next term. Unbelievable. Whatever that means, it sounds good to me. Uh, well, we could redo that segment. It didn't come no, 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 no. Are you kidding me? That's beautiful. That's like, it, it, it's amazing to me. I know you're working on a book after this book where you talk about that kind of stuff. Uh, we've just got seconds left. But, you know, um, look, uh, we can get stuff wrong. But, you know, there's a lot of stuff here that at least bears looking into. Uh, and you, um, as I said, a lot of what you're saying from a totally different perspective from where I came at it is confirming what I believe God is saying. So it's a hopeful it's a hopeful thing. Now, do you have a website or is it just? We do. It's uh, revelationriddle.com. Aha. Well, we should have mentioned that earlier. Revelationriddle.com is your website. People can find stuff there, revelationriddle.com. Benjamin Thomas, God bless you, my friend. Thank you for uh, your prayers and your work. Wonderful. Thank you, Eric. It's the, it's the most amazing time to be alive. We are blessed. Amen. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.